0: It's one o'clock. I'm Maya Kerwin. The top stories. The engineering sector lawmaker calls for an urgent feasibility study into the East Lantau metropolis, but pan-democrats claim that the government is irresponsible if he pushes ahead with the plan, and President Donald Trump accuses the media of point-scoring over the recent attempted letter bombings of his opponents. The lawmaker representing the engineering sector, Lok Wai Kwok, has urged the government to carry out a formal study as soon as possible on its proposed huge reclamation project near Lantau. The East Lantau metropolis, aimed at developing the island and surrounding areas for business and housing, has been strongly criticised by the people concerned about its cost and environmental impact. Mr Lowe, who chairs LegCo's Public Works Subcommittee, said the government shouldn't have much difficulty getting funding approval for a feasibility study, given tighter new council rules.
1: I think with the current situation, of course, it's better because some of the very extreme filibustering ways is now under better control with the uh, change of the rules and uh, procedures um, in the uh, subcommittee. But However, uh, we still have to provide time for a member to express their will and ask questions to the authorities. But I have to um, uh, remind members that the PWSC is not a platform to discuss the, uh, the general policy.
0: The government estimates that reclamation alone will cost at least $150 billion, while green groups say that the whole project will cost about $400 billion. Pan-Democrat lawmakers have vowed to oppose even a feasibility study on the project. Civic Party lawmaker Kwok Kaki says the government is being irresponsible if it pushes through a funding approval for the plan or the study. He said his colleagues will do their best to educate the public about the implications of the mega project. Even before the change of the rules and regulation of the financial committees, the only way we can do is filibustering. You can only slow down, but you cannot turn down the whole passing of the funding. So I can see in the present next goal, the funding will be passed in the foreseeable future. But the problem is whether it is. Uh, responsible
1: policy or the act by the government. It is certainly irresponsible. They didn't have the enough evidence forecast to convince the public that we need to do this the town Reclamation.
0: The Chief Secretary, Matthew Cheung, said he is highly concerned about Cathay Pacific's enormous data breach and that he has urged the airline to cooperate with the government's investigations. Cathay announced on Tuesday that data on 9.4 million customers was hacked months ago. Mr Cheung said the police and the Privacy Commissioner were following up on the incident. He said authorities would not rule out studying the tightening of privacy laws, taking reference from overseas examples. President Trump has called on the nation to unite in response to what he called despicable, terrorizing acts. But he tempered that call by accusing the media of using a series of letter bombs sent to leading Democrats to score political points against him.
2: The media has a major role to play, but the media's constant unfair coverage, deep hostility and negative attacks only serve to drive people apart and to undermine healthy debate.
0: The president was addressing a campaign rally in North Carolina after a 56-year-old suspect, Cesar Sayoc, was charged in the state of Florida with five federal crimes in connection with sending the bombs. The fiancé of the murdered Saudi journalist, Jamal Khashoggi, says she does not believe the United States is sincere in trying to get to the bottom of the case. In a tearful interview with Turkish television, Hatice Jen Jez spoke of her blind panic when Mr. Khashoggi failed to emerge from the Saudi consulate in Istanbul. I said, Jamal entered from this very door, and I have been waiting for him here. I had his mobile phones. If he had left the building, he would have come to me. I insisted he hadn't left. I knew he hadn't. I knew. I felt I had lost something huge in my life. The outgoing Mexican president, Enrico Peña Nieto, has offered members of a migrant caravan currently travelling towards the United States border a package of benefits including temporary jobs and medical services. Mr Peña Nieto said migrants who decided to register for refugee status in two southern states, Chiapas and Oaxaca, would be housed in local hostels and be able to send their children to school. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five past one. One of the most controversial figures in Sri Lankan politics has been named as the new Prime Minister. Mahinda Rajapaksa is accused of responsibility for the deaths of thousands of civilians at the end of the civil war. But he's been chosen by his former rival president as successor to Ranil Vikramsinger. The former Prime Minister insists that he remains in office and will challenge his dismissal in court. In Ireland, exit polls suggest Michael Higgins is on course to win a second seven-year term as the country's largely ceremonial president. People have also been voting in a referendum on repealing a ban on blasphemy. Here's the BBC's Sarah Neal currently saying or publishing something blasphemous is a punishable offence in the Republic. It's a law that's really been under the radar until comments made recently by Stephen Fry during an RTE programme. Uh, Following those, someone reported him to Angarda Shekana, that's the Irish police, but that was dropped when Garda could find no one who was offended. The last person in Ireland to be prosecuted for blasphemy was way back in 1855. Exit polls today suggest that 71% of voters opted to remove the word blasphemous from the constitution to sport and with a look ahead to this year's weekend's premier league action here's the bbc's max
1: Farhuki. The pick of Saturday's matches this weekend in the English Premier League takes place at Anfield, where Liverpool will hope to maintain their unbeaten start in the league when they host Cardiff City. There were wild celebrations in the stands and on the pitch at full-time last weekend after Cardiff picked up their first three points of the home win over Fulham. They'll hope to maintain that form against Jurgen Klopp's side. But it'll be a tough arse. Liverpool have scored 16 goals in the league this season and put four past Red Star Belgrade in the European Champions League in midweek. Elsewhere on Saturday, Brighton host Wolves, Fulham play Bournemouth and Leicester face West Ham United in the late kick-off. Speculation continues around manager Rafa Benitez's future at Rock Bottom Newcastle. He'll hope to alleviate some of that pressure with a first league win when his side travelled to Southampton. Huddersfield, the only other side still without a win, will also be aiming for three points when they play Watford. Four of the five top sides are in action on Sunday and Monday. In-form side Arsenal face Crystal Palace in one of Sunday's early matches, with Chelsea travelling to play Burnley in the other. Manchester United will hope to push on after conceding that late equaliser to Maurizio Sarri's side last week. They face Everton. But the pick of the matches this weekend takes place on Monday, when defending champions Manchester City travel to Wembley to play Tottenham. From BBC Global Sport, this is Maz Furuki.
0: And Tottenham have confirmed they'll have to continue playing home games at Wembley until the new year, as their new 62,000-seater stadium is still not ready. Spurs said the delay is because of workers taking leave over the festival period. Meanwhile, speculation continues of a possible move to Real Madrid by manager Mauricio Pochettino. Pochettino himself has been quick to dismiss any knowledge of such reports.
2: Because uh, I am in a different country, Uh, my English is not so good, Um, I don't follow too much the the media, because I am not too much uh, involved in uh, in social media, because I don't have social media, I don't have uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and nothing, and uh, I don't receive information.
0: In Formula One, Max Verstappen has completed an impressive double top as he and Daniel Ricciardo finished 1-2 for Red Bull in second practice for this weekend's Mexican Grand Prix. Title rivals Lewis Hamilton and Sebastian Vettel struggled to seventh and fourth places, respectively. Carlos Sienz was their third for Renault with his teammate Nico Hulkenberg taking fifth ahead of Brendan Hartley for Toro Rosso. And to end the news, the top stories once again. The engineering sector lawmaker calls for an urgent feasibility study into the East Lantau metropolis, but pan-democrats claim the government is irresponsible if he pushes ahead with this plan. And Donald Trump accuses the media of point-scoring over the recent attempted letter bombings of his opponents. And that's the news for RTHK.
2: Welcome to this week's edition of World Vibes with myself Pierre Tremblay with you till 3 p.m. This week we have two musical themes on offer. First our featured album from Cape Verde diva Nancy Vieira and hot new hits from a lot of places on the planet. As always Giovannotti says it so well in Italian we're still the belly button of the world. <laughs> And we start off with our featured album from Nancy Vieira, a Cape Verde diva, very much in the mold of the late Cesaria Evora. She has something of a roundabout history in her career. She was born in Guinea-Bissau to her Cape Verdean parents, then moved with her parents to Cape Verde, grew up there some before she immigrated to Lisbon in her teens, and she came out with her first album in 1995. Her latest album, our featured album, is her fifth solo album. Uh, Her previous one came out six years ago in 2012. And in between, she's been recording with other artists, uh, performing concerts. She's based now in Lisbon in Portugal and uh, is mostly performing in Europe. When she started off on her first album 1995, uh, she was hailed as the new Cesaria Evora, for reason. She's uh, mixed a lot of influences from the West, of course, uh, and uh, we listened to our first track from the album, the album Mania Florida, which would translate as The Morning of Flowers, and it's very much to do with love.